0: Good morning and welcome. Thank you for listening to Bat Talk with Sharona. I'm your host. My name is Sharona. We haven't podcasted in a while. It's been busy um, working on a lot of articles concerning the upcoming draft and ranking some, some IDP players for Inside the Pylon and doing some other writing as well, in case you missed it. I shared an experience that um, that I had uh Several years ago with um, a fellow that that I had been involved with, had a relationship with in response to some comments made by Detroit Lions general manager Bob Quinn. We'll talk about that in the final segment of the show when I'm joined by my friend and outstanding um, person, outstanding reporter who covers the Lions for NFL female and XN Sports. Sonia Greenfield, uh, always a pleasure to to talk to her. And we sat down last night and discussed that, and talked a little bit about you know the Lions' off season, what needs she would like to see addressed. So we'll get to that in a minute. We're first we're going to talk about the latest from the resistance. As you guys know, that's that's been a you know a big topic of conversation here at Back Talk, talking about. The two thousand and sixteen elections and the Russia connection, Russia, Russia, Russia. Wow. You know that Russia thing just keeps getting bigger and bigger, doesn't it? And as we predicted and as we talked about, it is a bigger deal than certainly than the players involved in that would like for you to um, to believe. You know there's a reason- there's a reason why all of these cats are lying about it um they're lying about it because they don't want to get caught They don't want this to be investigated. Your congress uh which is populated by some very nefarious Republicans voted not to require Donald Trump to release his tax returns. ask yourself. Why you know you know if this had been any other party they would have they would have done this they would have done the right thing but they are power hungry um, Neanderthals who are complicit in, in in what happened and what went down and they don't want to get caught and so they are doing everything they can to make sure that this is not investigated. You know, uh, we need to know what happened in the 2016 election. I think that we know, right? I mean, we've got a pretty good idea that Russia tampered with the help of top leaders in the GOP. Who were they? We we already know some of them. You know, um, Jeff Sessions. You know, we need to know the truth. That the American people deserve to know the truth. And they are not, this, if you're not mad about this, I beg you to ask yourself why. Why are you know the pandering and the the inability to recognize this for what it is is it's astounding. It, it it blows my mind that there are people out there who think this is all okay it's not okay (laughs) and it's not okay and and we need to know what happened we need to um we need to find out the truth and uh, fortunately it does look like there are some efforts and bipartisan efforts underway to investigate what happened to investigate all the Russian ties I mean at this point is there anyone involved in helping get Donald Trump elected that wasn't dealing with Russia, that wasn't back channel dealing and involved in Russia's efforts to tamper with the election in order to get the GOP elected. Is there? I mean, I don't think that there's, you know, you know that some of these cats are running scared because they know that if, you know, if the truth does come out, their involvement uh, is going to be, you know is going to be Revealed as well, and so of course, you know they don't want an investigation because they they're afraid of what it's going to reveal. You know, it's it, it's if it weren't so, if it didn't hit so close to home, if it what if it wasn't so important and scary and a lot of other adjectives that I can't come up with this morning. If it wasn't so important, it's really an interesting exercise in delusion and how people, you know, convince themselves that, um, you know, that things are or aren't what they, what they really are. It's, it's, it's kind of amazing. But, and then and even though, Oh, by the way, I, I, I have to mention this, as we've mentioned before, we don't script things on here. I have a general outline of what I want to discuss. And so I try and I try, I do that to try to keep myself on topic. I have to mention that it is so amazing that one of my senators puke, Bob Corker came out and said, what a great outstanding cabinet that the administration has put forth and how proud he was like literally an hour before it was re- revealed that one of this administration's main Um, ghoulies, Goonies, lied under oath to Congress about his ties with Russia. Hi, Bob Corker. Um, I don't know if you're dumb, if you're corrupt, or both. But I do know you need to be voted out of office, and I hope that we can do that because you are useless. You're completely, and and not to mention Marsha, 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 who is as useless as you um, you know what? No, you're not useless. You you're actually you're worse than that. You're enabling something that is evil and rotten. Do you have no moral center? I don't think that you do. It's embarrassing. I, it's it, it it really is embarrassing. You know, but even though Russia is important and even though We're starting to um, uncover some information about, you know, those ties and what went down and and all of that. We can't let some other things that are happening get lost in how important Russia is. And, And there are other things going on, too. And this has sort of been a problem from the beginning in that there's so much going on that it's hard to you know, it's hard to keep a finger on it. Right? Um, yesterday the budget for the EPA was slashed brutally, brutally slashed. You know, I guess clean air was nice while it lasts, clean water, you know, I mean programs and things that are of benefit to The average American are under attack. You know, your education department is headed by a moron, a rich moron. That's how she got the position. She bought it, and nobody seems to be upset about that. I'm I'm at a loss to understand how willfully blind so many people are about this. It just is astounding to me, and I, I keep repeating the same words over and over, but what else can you say? You know, what else can you say about it? it it's it's pretty amazing, and, um, you know, it really is telling that the, the hatred and the prejudice that spews from the White House is affecting this country a, 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 as a whole, this country at large, because you're seeing, you know, attacks on, on Jewish cemeteries and and Jewish people, you're seeing there was a terrorist attack committed on um, on a young Muslim man, and it's not getting nearly enough coverage. And, first, and 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 not to mention that there are media outlets that refuse to call this what it is. It's an act of terrorism. Why can't why do we have so much trouble calling? attacks by white male Protestants terrorism it's terrorism too and we you know if we're against "quote unquote terrorism we have to be against this as well um you know we can't let our uh, you know we just can't let prejudice and hatred rule the day and you know maybe i'm naive maybe i'm a dreamer and I hope that I'm not the only one, but I truly do think that more people in this country are you know the, the the terms good and bad are generalizations, right? And we've talked about how labels can you know all generalizations have their um you know their outliers, their exceptions and what have you, but I think most people try to do the right thing, want to do the right thing, or good people that don't like the direction this country is going in, but um, the people in charge are driving it in in a way that um, makes it very difficult to imagine if it's ever going to stop. Hopefully it's going to stop. Hopefully you know people sticking up for um you know for love and for uh, acceptance and for inclusion and you know the 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 things that matter will um you know will sway the day and will make um make things uh, you know be a lot better I hopefully we'll you know we'll see that we're going to do a quick podcast this morning by the way because your girl Sharona has to go get her hair did and um, so we don't have a lot of time we set it up for an hour we're not going to do an hour and we've got to get to our Detroit Lions section so um, before we get there we'll take a quick break you know, if you have anything that you want to talk about on the podcast, you can follow me on Twitter and you tweet at me sports by Sharona. If you want to be a, pet, a guest on the podcast, hit me up. I'm always looking for new voices. Uh, we're going to be talking about a lot of different things. There's a lot on my agenda to talk about over the, the upcoming weeks once our inside the pylon draft guide gets published we'll be in a I'll be in a better position to have a little bit more time to do more podcasts we'll do this one today and we'll try to do one next week and then maybe after the draft guide gets published we can go back to two two first two two per week we'll see about that so we'll take a quick break and then when we come back we're going to talk about Bob Quinn and the Detroit Lions so stay tuned in you are listening to Bat Talk with Sharona.
1: Well, I don't know
2: why I came here tonight I got the feeling something
0: right I'm so scared in case I fall you know it's always a struggle to to pick the kind of music that sort of fits the podcast and but I have to say I'm gonna give myself a little pat on the back uh picking that song was definitely a stroke of genius this morning you know um we talk about violence against women on this show a lot, and um I've been a victims' rights rights advocate for a long, long time, and um, I, I hope and believe that I would have done that despite my own experience there. But you know, I don't like to talk about my own experiences for a lot of different reasons. For one thing, it you know it affects me. Um, it it is difficult to go back to days and and relive that, and if you talk to any victim, I suspect they would say the same thing. You know it's hard um, you know about a year or so ago, I sat down to to start a memoir that I still intend to do in some form or another. We'll talk about that on another podcast, but um and so you know I started with a um, a timeline and a chronology, and it was hard you know it was difficult just to sit down and and try and map that out and 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 relive all of that and when you know when you suffer from anxiety and p t s d and depression, the things that can um you know trigger those things I hate to use the word trigger, but it it certainly does fit at times, the things that can trigger those things are um are painful memories you know and But I revisited an incident that happened to me several years ago because i I felt like Bob Quinn's comments were a little um misguided misplaced and If you haven't heard what Bob Quinn had to say about Joe Mason, let's go ahead and play that now so that you can hear it.
1: Well, Um, Yeah, we're going to leave the door open on Joe. I think it's really disappointing that Joe's not here. I think it's, um, you know, we come here to see the best college football players in the the, the college football. So there's 330, 40-some-odd players here. And for him not being here because of those issues, personally, I don't think that's real fair because we have a lot of investigation that we want to do on him. And to get him in one spot for all the teams would have been great. I'm not part of those decisions about how guys are chosen. But I think it is a disappointment that guys like him, and there's a few others you can put in that category, that you know we're going to be chasing around on the month of March and April, and it's really unfair to the players, to be honest with you. So, um, so the door is open, and I'd like to you know be able to get down, get a chance to sit down with uh, the people that know Joe or Joe, and kind of see what um, what the circumstances were around the incident. He is still on our draft board, yes.
0: Well, um, there's a lot to unpack there, and um, we'll try to do that. But first of all, we're going to take another quick break. And when we come back, my chat with Sonia Greenfield. So stay tuned in. You're listening to Bat Talk with Sharona. All right, welcome back. As promised, I'm joined now by my boo, my babe, <laughs> Sonia Greenfield. It's been way too long since she and I have sat down to do a podcast segment, so I'm always happy to have her on. So, Sonia, thanks for joining me. Oh, you
2: know it was nothing but my pleasure to join you. I'm so excited. And like you said, it's been
0: far too long since we sat down and
2: chitty-chatted.
0: So I'm excited. It's been far too long, but we've been talking about it, and now because... Of um, some comments by your general manager, we yes. we hooked up to do a real quick podcast segment because, as I announced, it, um we're recording this on Thursday evening, uh, so we're going to do a little quick segment. As I announced early, this is going to be played on Friday morning. Now, as I announced at the beginning, I got to go get my hair did, <laughs> 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 which is a well, priority. priority. Priority It's important, so. Um, All right, so let's start with that, and then we'll talk a little bit. uh, Well, first of all, and because it's been a while, tell everybody a little bit about about you. You're one of my sisters, that NFL female, and um, just, you know, the skinny on you.
2: Yeah, so the skinny on me is that, yes, I am one of Sharona's sisters over at NFL Female. I do report for the Detroit Lions. Um, you can find me on Twitter at mom, the number two, the number three RN. And then I just recently, as of last week, took up a spot on SportsX Media. So I'll be oh, writing cool. for them every now and then. Yeah, yeah so awesome. I'm excited about that. Yep, Yeah. yep, yep, yep. So that's where that's a little skinny about me.
0: <laughs> well, very, very, very awesome. So, um, yeah, that's that's great. I know. I was trying to think. I know some people that that write there, so um, they couldn't have gotten a better person. So, um, oh, thanks. <laughs> let's start there. And Sonia knows that I was. I guess everybody knows that, that <laughs> listens to this show, or you know, knows me. Knows I wasn't too pleased. With Bob Quinn's comments, and so let let's pull this up, and hopefully there won't be any embedded video, and we can just, to just, read it. <laughs> we just read it It was a fifteen minute long press conference, and it was and and so it wasn't all about that, but um, what he said that uh okay, so this is not this doesn't happen, let me find it. Uh, la, 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 la. Here we go. Basically, it boils down to he said that it was very disappointing that um, Joe Mixon was not invited to the 2017 NFL Combine, and I actually wrote about the new, so quote unquote, new policy that the NFL has. And if you're paying attention, you know that the NFL, in recent years, ever since the um oh gosh the running back for the for the Ray Rice Ray, Ray Rice thank you his name was Esqu <laughs> Sonia knows me too well she knows how bad my memory is
1: So Ray <laughs> Rice
0: the Ray Rice video came out and um the NFL had only issued a two game suspension it was a big brouhaha. ha ha people were mad mad online and in real life and so you know the NFL has um at least publicly tried to Adopt a pro um, a, a proactive stance toward addressing domestic violence, but in practice, um, they they often, as as they do, <laughs> fall short <laughs> of of what they say that they're going to do. And what I wrote about this new quote unquote combine policy is that it's just too vague. I mean, we don't. What are they trying to do here? You know. And so, two guys this year were not invited, and um, the two that weren't invited were two that were caught on video committing, um, you know, violent acts. But there were certainly more guys who had had those kinds of accusations. And uh, the, what the NFL said is, you know, guys with a history of, um, you know, violent. Uh, offenses like this, you know, they don't define anything. We, we just don't know. So, uh, but Joe Mixon, a, a very talented running back in in this upcoming draft class, was not was one of the ones not invited. And he said it wasn't disappointing because they didn't get a chance to ask him questions. Well, you know, my thing is, well, it doesn't stop you. It just makes it more inconvenient for you. And so, I'm sorry that you're being inconvenienced because you know we've got a real issue in this country with violence against women and you know why aren't you mad about that
2: (laughs) exactly exactly and you know it almost sounded like he was whining and he was like yeah it's not fair that we have to do this and you know this is the combine and there's 32 teams here and representatives and we would just really like it it would be much easier if he was just here Essentially, that's what he was doing. He was just kind of whining. And, you know, he had me. He was having a really good press conference. I was enjoying it. I was loving what he was saying. And then he got to that part, and I was like, wait, is he sounding how I think he sounded Is he saying what I think he's saying? And it's just like, well, you know, there was a reason why he wasn't invited. It wasn't just, you know, that the NFL was like, ooh, we're going to make you guys work you know, we're going to make you chase him down. Um, no, sir, he, he. you know, clocked wow. a girl.
0: Real yeah, bad, and broke this, bones. Is what, this is what, <laughs> yeah, right, and this is what pisses me off about the whole situation is that, and, and I can somewhat understand his frustration. Um, I'm willing to understand his frustration if he's willing to understand mine, you know, exactly. and, and why what he said was, you know, I don't want to use the word offensive because we get caught up in, but I just felt like it was. Um, you can use the word. It was tone kind of
2: dismissive.
0: It was dismissive. It was tone deaf. It it really showed a lack of understanding. But you know, in all fairness, the NFL is is putting the onus on these teams without being the bad guy, right? And that's, you know, it, the NFL needs to clarify what it's trying to do here. Right. That's just the bottom line. They need to do that. And, um, you know, and I, I said that, you know, and we could – you have a debate about you have a discussion about these things, but you know the <laughs> NFL needs to clarify its stance. What what are you trying to accomplish here? And if you're trying to accomplish what I think you are, and that's that, you know, let's at least give second thought to what we're going to do with these. Because you know, and here was my thing: if he was in the league he would have been disciplined in or allegedly supposedly hopefully <laughs> you know with this new domestic violence policy that you know they rolled out with to you know such um fanfare and all that but you know it's um but didn't get upheld because yeah. that kicker from the giants <laughs> well yeah right i mean that's yeah <laughs> and but that's what they try to do and it you know we in when i wrote about it i talked about the frank clark deal you know yep. i mean yep. teams act like they care you know after they after the Seattle Seahawks drafted Frank Clark they said well we did our due diligence and he didn't hit anybody oh well, really she was found semi naked unconscious on the floor and well, two women <laughs> and two women next door heard the altercation and you know, what What it boiled down to is, you know, they said they did their due diligence. Here's my whole thing. I don't think they care. I don't think they care what the no. answer to the question is. they don't. What they, they don't. care is, you know, will you say and do the right things and not embarrass us, you know, for going to bat and, you know, taking you with the 10th overall pick or whatever. <laughs> Where are you guys drafting mm-hmm. this year, by the way?
2: Um, we're drafting at 21. Okay. Um, So, you know, not super great pickings, but he potentially does. Joe Mixon does have the potential to be there at 21. And myself personally, I don't think that we should take a running back first. I think we have bigger needs than running back.
0: But, you know, that's just me. (laughs) How would you feel if, if if the Detroit Lions did draft Joe Mixon? And then yeah, that was my next thought because
2: after he said, you know, Joe Mixon is not off the board, I was like, oh, okay. And you know, then I started reconciling my thoughts and thinking, what would this mean? Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't know. You know, it was hard for me to kind of say, you know, if he should he? I mean, this is this is a life-altering situation that he entered himself into, you know, mm-hmm. he didn't have to put his hands on that woman. And, you know, does he have, does he deserve to have the rest of his life stripped away from him, potential earnings, things like that? Uh, yeah, probably. But at the same time, that's going to happen if a lot of teams pass on him and he goes to like, you know, the third or fourth round, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So there's already going to be money that he probably potentially couldn't even make up.
0: Yeah. So
2: there's that. Um. So, yeah, but then, you know, you know his history, and you know what he's going to do, and or what he has the potential of doing, and, you know, my thought is at that point is that hopefully the team has done their vetting, and, you know, they've talked to him, and they hopefully, have laid out their expectations for him. Yeah. That, you know, if you're going to do this another time, you know, this mm-hmm. you are on a short rope. You're not, you know, we're done with you. If this happens again, we're done with you. And that's the only thing you can hope for at this point, which is kind of sad.
0: Yeah. You know, and it's an interesting discussion on what do you do with these guys. And, you know, and certainly not every guy who parties hard or whatever, you know, in college is going to turn into a domestic abuser but you know just to look at the Johnny Menzel situation you know Mm -hmm. and 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 a guy who you know went through some adversity in college and you know I mean there's a legitimate reason why red flags are red flags you know exactly exactly and you know it's you know you want a guy that going to be on the field and and not embarrass you in the community. Exactly. Exactly. And that that's the biggest thing
2: because I mean, it it's even worse nowadays with social media and things like that. And things get posted in 2 seconds, you know? Something happens and then 5 minutes later, you're going to it's going to be trending on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And do you want that type of thing associated with your team and, mm-hmm. you know, with your city?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. It really is. Um but you know, it's it's interesting. I don't want to talk about that the whole time. You mentioned other draft needs. What what would you if you had to rank the top draft needs for the Detroit Lions, 1 through 5, how would you list it? All right, so I'd say linebacker yeah, man, boy, you guys. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's number one. I mean, That's like, you could probably list. draft, what, two or three linebackers and still be like, man, we probably need linebackers. We <laughs> no. could. We really
2: could because we're running really thin, yeah. you know.
0: It's like the time We thought it yeah. was going
2: to be great, but no. <laughs> Whatever his hip mysterious injury is or was, we still don't know. And so that's really hindered us. We got rid of um, Kyle Van Oy, who now plays with the Patriots. You know, we're running thin. We're running thin. So linebacker, I think, is number one need. Um, corners and safeties, I'd probably put those two and three.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Although Darius Slay is doing a really good job, yeah. but we still need some backup people, some good solid people. Yeah. And that's you know, and you gotta always it. be developing. You do. You always have to be developing. And that was one of the things that Quinn said in his press conference. You know, he was talking about the defensive side of the ball and getting faster. And that's what we need to have. You know, people who are going to rush the quarterback, you know, make them try and make mistakes, things like that. Because, you know, you've got Aaron Rodgers in your division. You're going to yeah. have to go up against him. And so you got to have the defense to bring it. Yeah. So that's, you know, those are big things. So that's two and three. Um. I would say probably a wide receiver. Okay. Um, Golden Tate's doing really well, but, we're, again, developing talent. We need to bring in some new people and, you know, keep our guys fresh. Um, and then maybe at number five, a running back. We have a good stable of running backs. Like, again, yeah. like we do, we do. But it, there's just something about we have an awful <laughs> run game. Awful run game.
0: It's amazing what, yeah, you know. But you had a pretty, you had to be pretty happy with the season that you had last year.
2: Yeah, no, I was. I was pretty happy. I was pretty happy with it. And honestly, you know, I will say that I saw the last three ending. You know, the last three games ending the way that they were. I I (laughs) knew that the I knew they weren't ready to make that jump. We all knew they weren't ready to make that jump. So I think. You know they've made the playoffs and that was good. That was a very good thing.
0: Do you think but, that they? Do you think that they've gotten that monkey off their back? In that, you know, uh, for a while the knock on them has been, you know, not being able to, you know, put games away and and, and finish and close and all of that. Do you think they've gotten that monkey off their back yet? Mm, not yet maybe I a little bit but not completely a
2: little bit but not completely yeah you know they did they came from behind a lot this year and they were able to you know pull those games out and mm-hmm. win and that's something that they haven't been able to do in a long time mm-hmm. so that's wonderful but now you have to start playing with the league you can't yeah. go in trailing the fourth quarter yeah. every single game because no. you, you
0: just can't that's not how you win Well, that's hard on your team, too, you know? I mean, that's going to wear your team down.
2: Exactly, exactly, because, you know, now you're relying on Matt Stafford to make these crazy, insane throws, (laughs) and we all know that while he's wonderful, he is going to mess up, and he's going to make a big mistake, Mm. and that's why we can't rely on that. So now the focus needs to be on getting ahead, getting ahead early, and keeping the lead.
0: Yeah, you know, we still got free agency to go through, and there's a lot of mm-hmm. things that are gonna take place before we even get you know around to to OTAs or or even training camp. Uh, what what's your injury situation look like? I know um, your your uh, defensive lineman that you you know drafted Levy. Yeah, how's he doing? Um, good question. Oh wait,
2: my defensive lineman, no, hang on. Not Ziggy
0: Ansa. Yeah, Ansa. that's what I was thinking of.
2: Ziggy Ansa, I've heard he's actually doing pretty good. I think these this off season will give him a chance to rest up a little bit and get strong. Yeah. Because he did tweak that ankle. That was really the biggest thing that he um he's been working with. Um, Amir Abdullah has been either cleared or he's coming along very, very well with his recovery. That's good. Um, so, yeah, that's good. That's good. We needed him back there, and hopefully, you know, he's recovered and will mm-hmm. be just fine for the season. Um, let's see. Who else? We had a lot of people that were just
0: banged, banged up and Yeah. Tweaked.
2: Um Our other one. Oh, gosh. Why do I want to say Thomas Charles, But it's not Thomas. Theo Riddick. <laughs> 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 Same initials. <laughs> Um, close so, enough. Uh, exactly, <laughs> close enough. You see what I mean? <laughs> um, he actually was injured the last couple games, and so um, yeah, we got to get him back. So there, our injury situation. It's not too severe, but I think this off season um, will give them a chance to get stronger, get healthier. I don't think anybody needed surgery, and if they did, it was all had towards the end of the season or at some point during the regular season.
0: Mhm. Yeah, very, 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 very interesting. So, are you working on anything right now? For are you in off season mode? You, I know you're doing you're you're working with your kids and doing a <laughs> lot of stuff there.
2: So yeah, I'm kind of in off-season mode right now, um, and actually with SportsX Media, I'm going to try and focus a little bit more on the Tigers um, and their upcoming season, the Detroit Tigers, so um, that'll be fun. Um, so yeah, I'm doing just the
0: mom thing, doing some writing, and yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> all right, all right, great, great, great stuff. Now, you were on a podcast not long ago. Do you want to pimp that out, tell everybody where they can hear hear it? Oh sure, and
2: that was the Sports XM podcast um, with the Sports Infusion, and that's with um, the Sporty Diva and Murph, the Big Green Man. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm check a... that out. Yes. <laughs> it's so silly, they're so crazy, but they're so much fun, and I yeah. love them. Yeah. Um. So great they're fun. a mess. <laughs> so yeah, go ahead check that out too.
0: Yeah. Are Are you going to make it to um, Canton this year?
2: I'm gonna
0: to try to. I'm very much so gonna to try to. How about you? I'm gonna to try to. Um, I, I didn't. Uh, I'm not gonna be cr- covering the draft this year, and so I'm really going to make an effort to try to get to Canton. Oh, cool! That'll be so much fun. Yeah, and I, need, I think it's gonna be uh, yeah, a lot of fun. <laughs> and I need to look and see when the deadline is to do because I know we're working on deadline and stuff. And do you remember? Oh yeah, when, we are. Yeah, I don't. And I was just thinking that, like yesterday, I was like, "Ooh, snap! I got to figure out when right. that deadline is." <laughs> yeah, well, well, off mic, we don't all get together and get a schedule to make sure both of us do what we need to do. I know, so, right? <laughs> so tell everybody out there where they can find you on social media.
2: Sure, you guys can find me on Twitter at mom the number two, the number three, rn. Um, I'm around anytime. Um, you see, I'm also on Facebook, Instagram whatever you want me you can get me
0: <laughs> she's a great follower. she's my boo by the way till till hubby we're going to have to sit down and hubby her hubby is a podcast partner too and he and i like to sit down and you spit you
2: two have some interesting discussions we I do love
0: <laughs> we spitball about politics and gaming and and whatnot and we definitely need to do that some really good games are coming out i'll have to touch base with him and and we'll have to do that all right, so uh Sonia, all stay- right, boo, all right, Sonia, stay on the line, we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break when we come back. we're gonna wrap things up, so stay tuned in. You're listening to Bat talk with Sharona oh. oh, oh. All right, always such a pleasure to talk to Sonia. She's such a great person, and I'm so honored to call her a friend. Um, We used to host a Tuesday night weekly webcast for NFL Female called The Zone Blitz, and that was fun. And I miss us doing that. We had fun, but, you know, we talked about a lot of serious topics, and uh, we talked about all the the 32 NFL teams. And so anytime I get an opportunity to to chat with her and have her on, it it warms my heart um, because she is such a good person and an amazing mother and great sports fan and does a great job covering the Lions. So, um, okay, Bob Quinn yeah you know I'm trying to I really am trying to understand where you're coming from, you know I mean I am, but i I don't understand how you can just callously dismiss what these guys did. Maybe you've never had someone hit you in the face or hit you anywhere. You someone you love, someone you trusted, maybe you've never had that happen to you. I hope that you haven't. I hope, you know, I wish all of us could say that, you know. I mean, I wish we we could. But it happens. One in three women are going to have that happen to them. And you know what? I really sort of suspect that number is rather low, um, as high as it is. You'll know, wonder how many women don't admit it. You know, it took me a long, long time to open up and, and talk about um, my own experiences for a lot of reasons that you know, we'll talk about in another show and um, that I'm writing about. I'm trying to write about what it's like to. To have someone that you love and trust and that you're in a relationship with, use the things that you reveal to them in order to justify the bad things they do to you. And it's, you know, it's hard to write about these things and, but it's important. It's important to tell our stories and and i hope that you understand that these aren't one time things for the people for the uh, you know for the women that it happens to because we relive it you know we we relive it all the time and you know um and i have you know physical consequences to this day and i don't you know, there's nothing that I can do and I never know when, you know, when I'm going to experience it. You know? And to hear you talk about it like it's NBD, no big deal, is revolting. You know, it's it's really revolting. And I hope that you do some soul searching and that you ask yourself why You value Joe Mixon's ability to carry a damn football down a field of grass over the pain that he caused a young woman. Because that is a real issue in this country right now that we gloss over and ignore those things because we value, for whatever reason, we value the wrong things. We don't value the you know the right things, and that leads us to say, "Oh, Russia, no big deal. Oh, domestic violence, no big deal. Oh, harassing Jews, no big deal." Well, no, it is a big deal. It, you know, it is a big deal, and we 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 need to do better. And hopefully, Bob Quinn, you will do better. Have you even apologized? Have you even attempted to undo some of the damage that you did I, if you have I haven't seen it and I sh, you know I certainly would like to see it so that's it for today thanks for listening to another episode of Back Talk with Sharona shout out to Sonia Greenfield again you can follow her by the way on Twitter at mom23rn she's such a great person and Thank her again for sitting down with me last night to have that little chat. We'll be back next week. I hope it's happy Friday again. You can follow me on Twitter, Sports by Sharona. Check out my website, Bat Talk with Sharona. Check out um, the work that I'm doing right now at Inside the Pylon. And I hope that you have a wonderful weekend, and we'll be back next week. A little bit of everything.